The Chinese Communist Party is buying up farmland in North Dakota. But there's a problem. The land is near a military base, and lawmakers are voicing concerns. That's as Huawei is reportedly caught sniffing around U.S. nuclear sites. The Chinese telecom giant has been installing its gear close to the facilities. With it, the FBI says the company may be able to disrupt U.S. military communications. A report shows the Chinese regime is building a network of informants inside America's central banking system. And some Americans are more willing to share their DNA with genetics companies, hoping to learn more about their health and heritage. But a lawmaker is warning against the services. He says foreign adversaries could use it to make targeted bioweapons. Welcome to China in Focus. I'm Tiffany Meyer. The Chinese regime is buying up farmland in North Dakota. The problem is the plots of land are really close to a U.S. Air Force base. Now, American officials are raising concerns. Could the Chinese Communist Party use the land to spy on the U.S. military? The Grand Forks Air Force Base is home to some of the country's most sensitive military technology. That includes drone technology used for space and satellite operations. The base is also home to a networking center. A local senator says it handles the backbone of all U.S. military communications across the globe. The land purchased is a $2.6 billion deal by Chinese company Fufang Group. The city's mayor has pushed for the project, which he said is the largest single investment in the city's history. But some locals don't like the deal. One of the land sellers, Gary Bridgeford, told CNBC he had been called every name in the book by his neighbors for selling the property. Former telecom executive John Pelson told us it's not the amount of land China is buying that's the most concerning. It's where they are buying it. But if you're building $700 million worth of corn milling and processing, which is what the Chinese company supposedly wants to do, there's going to be every opportunity there to make this an eavesdropping site. And there was no credibility, in my opinion, to the story about why they had to pick that location, which they acknowledged isn't near their customers, is far north for where they would have otherwise put it, and is the only location they're going to have in the United States. They decided that North Dakota was a place to be. A representative for the Fufang Group's U.S. subsidiary denied the espionage accusations. China has a pattern of buying American land near sensitive military locations. In 2021, a former Chinese military official bought 130,000 acres of land close to Laughlin Air Base in Texas. The land bought by China surrounds that sensitive air base. Lawmakers and officials from both parties, including Elizabeth Warren and Mike Pence, have raised concerns about it. As part of the land purchases, China has been growing its presence in the American food system. In total, as of 2020, Chinese investors had bought almost 200,000 acres of farmland, worth a value of $1.9 billion. Along the same line, North Dakota Senator Kevin Kramer shares his reaction to the Chinese purchase of the farmland in his home state. Let's zoom in. Senator Kevin Kramer, thank you so much for joining us on the Capitol Report. It's my pleasure. Thank you for uh, the opportunity and for the interest in this story. Senator, a company in your home state of North Dakota with close ties to the uh, Chinese regime uh, has recently purchased 300 acres of farmland. Uh, this 
purchases raising some concerns. Uh, what are some of those concerns? Well, there, there's a, one very specific uh, concern that has a lot of people focused on it, and that is that it's in fairly close proximity to the Grand Forks Air Force Base. Uh, the Grand Forks Air Force Base is a very important uh, ISR uh, mission. We right now uh, fly Global Hawks uh, around the world. They're very important uh, um, surveillance, as you know, uh, aircraft. We also just uh, a couple of weeks ago cut the ribbon on a new um, space development agency facility at the base that uh, will be the first ground station for a the uh, what's called tranche one of the uh, uh, low orbiting satellites uh, or uh, yeah, low Earth uh, orbiting satellites. And uh, obviously, that surveillance capability uh, includes the uplinks and downlinks of lots of data and and whatnot so that the prospect of the of the chinese government the chinese communist party which is obviously quite well known for its ability to spy and its willingness to spy and steal um that that's of concern but i would have to say that for me personally it's really a, even a broader concern than that and that is the idea that um we've already in i think in, in many respects made ourselves as a country too vulnerable uh, our supply chain too vulnerable to uh, to adversaries and other regimes, and certainly the food supply is an important part of uh, national security. And the idea that we would somehow allow investment in our state, in our country, um, in our food supply after we've seen nefarious behavior already with uh, with the uh, supply chain for food by the the Communist Party, the Chinese Communist Party, particularly through the pandemic. China is the most active foreign buyer of real estate in the U.S. According to the National Association of Realtors, Chinese investors spent $6.1 billion on American real estate in the past year, more than any other foreign buyers. The state with the heaviest volume of purchases was Florida, accounting for nearly a quarter of all international real estate purchases in the U.S. But Florida Governor Ron DeSantis told Fox News that he didn't think companies with ties to the Chinese Communist Party should be allowed to buy up American real estate assets. He's vowed to crack down on undue influence from rogue states like the Chinese regime, saying we want to make sure that we're cutting ties so that we're not funding our number one adversary. The Chinese Communist Party has reportedly been recruiting informants inside the Federal Reserve. At one point, the regime even allegedly threatened to imprison a Fed economist during a trip to Shanghai. It was an attempt to force him to offer non-public American economic data. Those details come from a recent Senate report and represent the latest Beijing effort to gather sensitive American data. Its goal? To build a network of influence inside U.S. institutions and government agencies. The report also reveals that in 2015, the Federal Reserve identified 13 of its staff as persons of interest who had troubling ties to the Chinese regime. Now, the Republican-led Senate committee that published the report is at odds with the Fed. The Republicans are scolding the Fed for failing to combat Chinese espionage attempts. Well, Fed Chairman Jerome Powell is strongly pushing back on the report. On Monday, Powell wrote in a letter calling the findings unfair, unsubstantiated, and unverified insinuations. The Chinese regime denies the espionage accusations. The Senate report reveals that in one case, a Fed worker was allegedly detained on four separate occasions during a 2019 trip to Shanghai. 
Chinese officials were said to have threatened to harm his family unless he offered up sensitive American economic data. Chinese officials also reportedly tapped his phones and computers and copied the contact info of other Fed officials from his WeChat account. The Chinese official then allegedly asked him to sign a letter promising not to discuss the incident with anyone. Chinese telecom company Huawei is in the hot seat over some of its business decisions. An FBI investigation found that the company has a pattern of installing equipment on cell towers located near American military bases. What makes that a cause for suspicion? The towers are in rural areas where installing gear is not profitable for the company. So why install gear there? The FBI reportedly found that Huawei's equipment could technically disrupt American military communications. That includes highly restricted Defense Department communications used by U.S. Strategic Command, the force that oversees nuclear weapons. A recent CNN report highlighted the issue, but U.S. officials and experts have been raising similar concerns over Huawei for years. In a recent interview, Jonathan Pelson, author of the book Wireless Wars, said the Chinese telecom company is driven by motives other than profit. It was clearly not a coincidence because they were not making any money on these deployments. It was clearly a, a political and military move that they, were, that they were doing to put their cell tower equipment right around our most secure locations in the country. Huawei is believed to have extensive links to the Chinese Communist Party. A member of the House Intelligence Committee is warning people not to share their health data and DNA with consumer genetics companies like 23andMe. He says that information can be used to program new bioweapons. Here's the warning from Democratic lawmaker Jason Crow. He's a member of the U.S. House Intelligence Committee. There are now weapons under development and developed that are designed to target specific people. Right, that, that's what this is, uh, where you, you can actually take someone's DNA, take you know, their, their medical profile, and you can target a biological weapon that will, that will kill that person. The lawmaker says people, especially the younger generation, are sometimes too ready to share their DNA data with companies, and that can cause national security issues. And, and people will very rapidly spit into a cup and send it into 23andMe and get really interesting data about their background. And guess what? Their DNA is now owned by a private company and can be sold off without very, with very little uh, intellectual property protection or, or privacy protection. And we don't have legal and regulatory regimes to deal with that. The consumer genetics company he mentioned, 23andMe, has repeatedly stated that it does not sell off customers' private information. It also previously said that fears of China stealing its data were misplaced. But a report last year from the National Counterintelligence and Security Center highlighted the company over concerns. In 2015, the company received investment fundings from Wuxi. The company's controlling shareholder is Jiang Zhichen, the grandson of former Chinese Communist leader Jiang Zemin. U.S. officials have warned that Chinese firms are collecting genetic data from around the world. The communist regime has launched a campaign to proactively develop the world's largest biodatabase. Coming up, did Beijing allow COVID-19 to spread intentionally? And can your own health data be weaponized against you? We hear from Pete Hoekstra, former chair of the House Intelligence Committee, for details after the break, here on China in Focus.
Welcome back to China in Focus. I'm Tiffany Meyer. Taiwan is conducting annual naval drills to practice readiness against a possible Beijing invasion. And the island says it's confident in its ability to defend itself. Let's zoom in. Taiwan's military conducted an annual naval exercise on Tuesday to test its defense abilities. The drills lasted about two hours. Taiwan's Navy deployed guided missile destroyers and submarines for the exercise and simulated firing missiles, cannons and torpedoes at enemy targets. Anti-submarine aircrafts were also sent out. President Tsai Ing-wen was inspecting the drills from a separate vessel. Tuesday's exercise is part of the island's annual Hong Kong military drills. It's the largest military exercise on the island, designed to prepare for a possible attack from Beijing. Taiwan's defense ministry says it's still monitoring Beijing's moves in the area. Regarding the movement of Chinese military aircraft and warships around the Taiwan Strait, our military uses the joint surveillance system to monitor them. At the same time, we have the confidence and ability to ensure the security of our country. China claims self-ruled Taiwan as part of its territory and has threatened to take the island by force. On Monday, Taiwan conducted air raid drills to check the region's preparedness against a possible attack from China. NDD's Chenny Wu has the story. Air sirens rang out across Taipei City. That's as the Taiwanese military on Monday held its annual Han Kuang drills including joint air and sea exercises and the mobilization of tanks and troops. Traffic in Taipei was brought to a halt as civilians had to follow evacuation procedures. Residents were seen face down on their knees, covering their eyes in a shelter during the drill. The purpose of the annual Wanan air defense exercise is to alert the public, familiarize them with the procedures for air defense and shelter, reduce the damage of airstrikes, and ensure the safety of people's lives and property. Similar drills are set to be held in areas across the island later this week. Chen Wu, NTD News. Is Beijing at war with America? And what can an adversary do with your data, like medical history and DNA? We hear from Pete Hoekstra. He's the former chairman of the House Intelligence Committee and former ambassador to the Netherlands. Here's more. Ambassador Hoekstra, thank you so much for joining us. Great to have you on the show. It's good to be with you. Thank you. And so you're part of something called Team B3 in the Center of Security Policy that just released this report. The CCP is at war with America. So to briefly summarize for our viewers, what's kind of the biggest findings of this report? Well, the biggest finding of the report is the conclusion that we reach or the conclusion that we put forward for the American people and for the world to take a look at is that the COVID virus, that it escaped from the Wuhan laboratory, but that China then, the CCP then, intentionally allowed the virus to spread. You'll remember that back in January of 2020, the CCP locked down Wuhan and other parts of China, but they allowed millions of Chinese to travel globally, even though that even though they knew that COVID was out there and they knew that it could be spread from human to human. Uh, they protected themselves, but they wanted this virus spread around the world. 
And so on that note, right, everyone has been impacted, like the working environment, home environment, everything has changed because of this pandemic. So given how widespread those repercussions are, what are some steps Americans can take now to make sure this never happens again? Well, what we need to do, number one, is we need to recognize the CCP for the threat that it is to America and to Western democracy. So the first step is recognize the threat. The second step would be hold China accountable. And then until China and the CCP change their behavior, you know, really restrict our activity with them, whether it's economic, whether it's political, uh, you know, we need to get them to change their behavior. And then the last thing that we need to do is we need to recognize that for the CCP, bioweapons is the next frontier. They've unleashed one bioweapon against the United States already, and they're continuing to do research into this area to fine tune the techniques of bioweapons that they might use in the future. They're getting ready for the next war, and it will be a very different war. So on the note of biowarfare, there's a new report out that just came from the House Intelligence Committee member, U.S. Rep. Jason Crow, who mentions that Americans should be very wary about where they give their data, because that could play into the Chinese regime getting their hands on it and feeding into biowar. So what's your take on that? Oh, I think that's, uh, that's very good advice from, from the congressman and from the Intelligence Committee, is beware of where you let your data go, especially especially your medical history, your medical data, your DNA. You know, this research is moving so quickly, it's really hard to tell exactly what an adversary might do with this information sometime in the future. I know there's talk about people saying, you know, the weapons of the future may get to be so sophisticated that they can target an individual with a bioweapon. Now, that seems a little far-fetched to me today, uh, but are there other techniques that they could use that might be to the point where they could commercialize them and use them as a weapon of war? And I think, yeah, that's probably the next step. And Ambassador, one of the main parts that really stood out to me when I read this report was that the Chinese regime wants to colonize America, right? They're kind of running out of their own land. They have such a massive population. So what are exactly those like concrete fears and how that could play out here on American soil? Well, this is what the Chinese Communist Party said themselves in, uh, a number of years ago. I think it was 18 years ago. There was a, an internal speech given to an internal audience uh, where some of their political leaders raised the possibility that you know you could target this and you could target to target this to North America and and theor theoretically wipe out North America uh, and then be able to come over here and colonize it. I don't think we can reach the solid conclusion that's that's exactly what they're planning on doing or that's what their plans and intentions are today. But again, this was something that the Chinese government was talking about a number of years ago. Where they go, how they use it, uh, you know, who knows? Uh, the COVID pandemic could have been a trial run, a test run uh, to see exactly what you could do with a bioweapon. And from that, they've learned a number of lessons. They changed our behavior. I mean, imagine America going into a lockdown. Imagine killing a million uh, Americans. Imagine, you know, the U.S. government being 
forced to go into a position where we were spending trillions of dollars to maintain uh, our economy. So uh, if it's a test run, it was very instructive that a country could reap, you know, wreak real havoc on another country if they invoked a, a bioweapon. That's all for today's China in Focus. I'm Tiffany Meyer. If you have any feedback on the show or have something you'd like to see us cover, send us an email at chinainfocus at ntd.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for watching and see you tomorrow. Presenting the heritage of traditional Chinese martial arts, promoting martial ethics and reviving the true tradition. The 2022 NTD International Traditional Chinese Martial Arts Competition Preliminaries will be held in New York and Taiwan. On August 28th, the finals will be broadcast live online worldwide. Registration hotline 188-477-9228. For more information, please visit martialarts.ntdtv.com.